welcome to episode 63 of the Film Yak Podcast. I'm John. I'm Kevin. Jonathan. Today uh, we're going to talk Jonathan's pick, O Hazard Balthazar. <laughs> <laughs> how, how do you say this thing? Is it O Hazard? Hazard? Yeah, I got to do the French accent with it. O Hazard Balthazar? I don't know. I don't do what a French accent. That? I don't know. It's like Hungarian. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, Balthazar does not sound, does not seem like a uh, very French I don't know. name. Yeah. Anyway, it's a movie from 1966 directed by Robert Bresson and uh, (laughs) Robert Bresson. And um, we're going to talk about that as well as some other stuff we watched. And uh, yeah, that's that's what we're doing here. JR is not with us because he's uh, in an airport somewhere and he refuses to answer our text messages. So uh, his future with the show is questionable at best. Yeah, Uh, we'll have to see. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, uh, how's everybody doing? Jonathan, it's been about, uh, six years since you've been on the show. <laughs> How are you feeling? Uh, pretty good. Yeah. yeah. How's everything going? You works I'm okay? Good. Yeah. You want to off yourself still or? <laughs> no, I'm all right. That's good. Good news. I got a sponsor for the show. So now we don't have to work anymore. How's really? That, how's that make you feel? How much? <laughs> 6,000 an episode split four ways. <laughs> I so wish. we have to do a show just, every every talking. week. <laughs> I would do a show every day. <laughs> a show every day. Uh, oh, I bet you would. Um, yeah, so that's a lie. Uh, <laughs> essentially, what's happening is uh, same old, same old. Life is meaningless. Let's get right down to what we watched. <laughs> no, you can tra- tell we were watching French New Wave. <laughs> any any trailers you guys want to discuss? Uh, the new Tarantino trailer dropped. Mm. Big deal. Yeah. Once upon yeah. a time in Hollywood. Yeah, starring looks... every actor alive. Yeah, and every actor alive playing every actor dead. Yes, uh, the guy who plays Bruce Lee looks just like him. Sounds just like sounds him. just pretty like insane. Him. Yeah. I don't know. What do you guys think of this trailer? Do, are you guys jazzed about this movie, or are you just like over it? Pretty lukewarm. I don't know. I'm just tired of his face. I'm tired of Tarantino. Tarantino's face not in the trailer at all. Doesn't know, seem like he's in the film. <laughs> uh, I hope not. Yeah, I the mean, ninth film. He probably I'm will be in. The so film. tired of this dude. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, we'll I. Busy. No, go ahead. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know about you guys, but I was under the assumption that this was a movie about Charles Manson. Now, it seems like he's just kind of a flit, flitting character in the background. and like I think he was pretty... Uh, that originally it had come out that it was about Manson, and then he immediately was like, it's not about Manson. Uh-oh. It's about Rick Dalton, who lives next door to Sharon Tate. So obviously, you know, Manson is involved. Right. But, uh, hmm. Apparently, I mean, I think it's going to be, there's going to be quite a bit of it about Manson, though, because uh, I know Bruce Dern plays the ranch hand who uh, mm. uh, Manson lives on his ranch with his family. Oh, yeah. He replaced uh, Burt Reynolds, Yes, right? that's, cr- and just a w- huge upgrade for Tarantino there. <laughs> um, I don't know why he wouldn't have cast Bruce Dern in the first place. They've worked together before. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I'm assuming it's going to have quite a lot to do with that. But again, this movie will be competing with uh, Charlie Says, the new Mary Heron yeah. Manson-era biopic. It seems like now that he's dead, I think we're probably going to see... Like, I'm sure Netflix has got some some specials true crime, and true crime yeah, yeah. docs in Helter the works. Helter Skelter, and... the miniseries. <laughs> yeah. Coming. Definitely, definitely. Definitely going mean, to happen. Yeah, because now that he's dead, you know, they can kind of do what they want. Absolutely. 
personally, I think it looks fine. But, I mean, I'd be lying if I said it wasn't, like, it's probably, like, the most anticipated movie of the year. Outside of uh, Get Me High or whatever the fuck it's called, the space movie with Pattinson. High Life? Yeah, High Life. Mm -hmm. That looks looks way better. um, And I know Jonathan is really looking forward to Lucy in the Sky. Yeah, Jonathan loves this. He's he's a huge Portman head. Yes. Uh, Just love Jack. He loved the accent. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) She's doing another accent in this one. I know. The little country girl going on. Looks awful. How do you feel about that? Terrible. (laughs) Well, uh, yeah, I I think she needs to uh, stop Mm. acting. Uh, I'm, I, yeah, she needs to stop. It's embarrassing at this point. She's good in Black Swan. She should have stopped. Should have retired after Black Swan. It's over. Get get over it. Um, aside from that, I mean, there's a new Avengers trailer that's extended. I don't know. Kevin likes Marvel. I mean, I'll see the movie, but you know, I'm, Endgame is this the last one? Endgame? The last one of this phase. That doesn't mean shit, no. though. They'll all the actors will be back for the new one. Yeah, well. I think uh, Downey Jr.'s contract's up, but they'll just sign him again. No big deal. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know, in game. You think in game would be the last one? You I think? I mean, I guess. Then it'll be doesn't like Ragnarok apocalypse? mean apocalypse? No, <laughs> it's like it's like. Well, shouldn't that be the last one for Thor? Shouldn't Thor have died? Well, that's the, that's the thing. Like uh, you know, the very first Thor movie, uh, Odin loses his eye in a fight, whereas in actual mythology, he loses it for knowledge. He gives it up for knowledge. So Ragnarok apparently, you know, could mean many different things. They don't say it in the film. Uh, they do, but like, it's not like it's not like you know some ancient mystical prophecy that's been mm-hmm. you know foretold mm-hmm. since mm-hmm. the dawn of time and et cetera, et cetera. And like, and even the Ragnarok in uh, Norse mythology is just the end of the gods. So it's just the end of Asgard and you know planet Earth goes on and humans go on you know sure yeah. whatever uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh finally the uh you know just uh decades removed from its cancellation deadwood the movie is coming oh yeah in uh, may i believe i still need to watch that trailer uh looks pretty good uh, <laughs> pretty is it before or after this year after it's 10 years after um huh during apparently the celebration of South Dakota becoming a state in the 1890s. Mm. And everybody's back, except Powers Booth, because he's dead. But everybody else is back. Even They even uh, brought Jeffrey Jones back, child pornographer himself. Wow. So they're, wow. they're going hard with this one. Uh, and uh, it looks it looks pretty <laughs> solid. And I just, just watching the trailer just made me want to rewatch the show so bad. So I think I'm going to do that. Yeah, I mean, like, the, uh, the guy who plays... Um, like in the last season, the guy who plays the um, the miner, I think, or like I don't know. the guy who's like basically trying to take over the town, and he nearly kills uh, Al Swearingen. And um, I remember that. I don't remember who that guy is though. Yeah, I well, he was the dad in Never Ending Story. Um, oh no, shit. Yeah, wow. which which was really funny because he's super fucking evil in Deadwood, but like he was the guy that I pictured as the judge in Blood Meridian, like we were talking about last week. Yeah. 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 Totally. We'll see. Yeah. I don't know if he's back or not. Um but uh I have to rewatch the show and then rewatch the trailer. But anyway, uh that's neither here nor there. Let's get into what we watched. Uh who wants to begin? 
Jonathan, you haven't been here in a year and a half, so <laughs> it just keeps getting further. <laughs> yeah. Like two weeks, month, year, decade. Um, yeah. yeah. So what? What? Uh, we talk about Venom. If you want to okay. get yeah, that sure. out of the way? Uh, this was terrible. The sequel to the movie Life. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> That's actually not a joke. I mean, that, <laughs> laughing. Life was conceived as a a prequel to Venom. Really? Yeah. The the thing that the little thing that they're fighting the alien the whole time is the symbiote. It doesn't. I don't or the care. symbiote. Whatever. Sorry. Oh right. It's, it's so right. terrible. Um, let's talk about Jenny Slate. I tried to. Well, hold on. Um, okay. I don't even know where to go begin. ahead. Um, <laughs> anytime. I now. tried my very best to like parts of this movie, and I just didn't like anything. It was boring mm. as fuck. Can you explain oh, we your reasoning why you chose to why you were trying to like this? I mean, I wasn't like actively trying. I guess I was just kind of like watching it. I'm like, this can't be this bad. Like, this can't be. I don't know. It seemed pretty bad. It did, I, mean, I, did, I liked the I liked I, the I ideas and stuff when I was a kid. You know, it's like maybe there's something in this. But oh, I see I what you're didn't. saying. Yeah, yeah, and like and like I definitely had high expectations just because of Deadpool. Like. But then it's like, yeah. oh, now we can cuss. Look at us, guys. It's like, no, like, did you y'all are y'all are fucking the shit up? What did you give this? Like two and a half. Okay. Kevin loved this thing. Did though. you feel like the story was? I mean, it wasn't complex what by story? any means. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. But like the plot was just overly like convoluted. Yeah. Like it. It really didn't need all that it had, and like then. Spoiler alert, everybody, like, the invasion of the rest of these symbiotic life forms, and, um, and then the, uh, not even the after credit, the mid credit, you know, they're pushing it up now, because, you know, people don't want to stay for ten minutes of credits, the, uh, the teaser with Woody Harrelson as Carnage, which was so fucking ridiculous. It was terrible. Yeah, like... Um, yeah, the whole just the whole story with the the tech billionaire guy who's mm. super evil and he looks like a you could knock him out easily. I mean, it's, he looked terrible. Like he was not menacing at all. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, and the, the whole story was ridiculous. Though it was like I, it's so convoluted. Like they're they're picking up homeless people and they're like testing it on these guys and like. <laughs> <laughs> it takes so long Who to get should going. they have tested it on Jonathan? i don't know it should have just been like something way simpler i don't know homeless people an astronaut expendable. gets it on him and he comes back and he's got powers well, I, don't know. I don't know so you can't do that why because spider-man would have to be involved and they don't have access to him also that was or they do have access also to that him, was the plot of uh, the astronaut's him. wife oh that's <laughs> true yeah <laughs> can't remake the astronaut's Damn. wife no <laughs> I don't know. I just hated everything about this thing. Even How this, was Tom Hardy's uh, Brooklyn accent? It was all over the place. Um, How you doing? I'm Tom Hardy. <laughs> it, was, it was ridiculous. I, I couldn't stand it. Um, yeah, I mean, his yeah. voice was like... They obviously spent like so much of the budget on the Venom voice. like I, I've, Which was mixed way too high. Like For sure, yeah. Jesus. But like, like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> I'm like, ah! like it was like giving me a headache. I was like, dude, <laughs> it's so bad. 
<laughs> and he's like trying to be witty like the like the lines are all like witty and shit and it's it's terrible yeah, it's yeah. so bad and uh like the whole um uh <laughs> what's what's her name um Mich- michelle williams michelle williams yeah like, yeah yeah she's good why was she's she, not good in this why was she in this yeah like she was she's totally wasted in this money yeah i mean i guess yeah. but, you wouldn't uh, have been in venom for a few million dollars Yes, I would have. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> I'd have gotten naked. Yeah. I'd have shown my butthole to the world for a couple million. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. I'll do the sequel too. Yeah. But um, oh man. But yeah, like all of the um like you know, the the fighting the fighting scenes are not not good. They're literally a CG clusterfuck. Yes. Like it, it's like they like the two symbiotes meld together and they're like splashing out. I'm just like, what am I watching? Who, is this Rube, Ruben Fleischer did this movie? Is that right? Uh, I believe so. Uh, yeah, he's terrible. I can't believe you you did, probably didn't know it was Ruben Fleischer, eh? I don't even know who that is. I'm sorry. He directed uh, Gangster Squad. God. So Ugh. you would have known what you were getting into. <laughs> That's pretty. You've done your research yeah. a little bit there. But. Uh. Yeah, yeah, this, this thing sucked. It was a giant pile of shit. Awesome. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, and like I don't, I don't think he is terrible in everything I've seen him in, but I don't, I don't get why Riz Ahmed is in every movie ever now. Like, uh, I, yeah. I just, I just don't see it. I think he got a, an Emmy nomination, and he's just riding, riding high on that Emmy. Stuff. Yeah, but he was in Venom. He was in Sisters Brothers. Um, I'm sure he's in something else that I don't remember. Yes, I actually liked him quite a bit in Sisters Brothers, though. Mm. And uh, although, I mean, I will say, to me, and I know, you saw Sisters Brothers, right? Yeah. Yeah, I thought, uh, not to get into that, but I thought um, Gyllenhaal stole the show in that one. I'd agree. He was great. I mean, and he had all the best lines. Yeah, like him and John C. Riley. Like, I really, like, Joaquin Phoenix is fine but john c Riley was so good in, i like walking phoenix yeah i think i don't think he had much to do in the movie that's all he's just kind of like an idiot yeah <laughs> you know like th- that you know it was all it, he it was weird because it was like he had the comedy he was holding all the comedy on his shoulders whereas john c Riley was like the more serious one it was yeah. bizarre yeah which was funny because like i the very first thing i remember seeing john c Riley in was gangs of new york oh really and then later i saw him in like some Adam Sandler comedy. I think it was Anger Management. And like, wait a minute, <laughs> this guy. The first thing I thought of him was Boogie Nights. So oh, he was right. funny, yeah, but it was also, here. but it was also a dramatic performance. So. Yeah, yeah, but he was very funny in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Well, uh, what did you give Venom again? Half star. Half star. So not quite. I a don't even zero. zero. I'll give it a no, zero. You said half. You can't take it back. All right. I think it is. You need to rewatch he... it. <laughs> they really need to put zero stars on. Oh, I completely agree on with that. Well, that, that's why that's why you just you know put zero slash five and you know yeah I put I usually you know, put nothing and then I just write the in the notes okay zero yeah zero but like five. nothing just doesn't I need like I don't know you could put oh, half like a little poo or something you, you know? could put half <laughs> and then put zero, zero. Five. there should be a heart and a poop yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yes. Yeah, it's, good. it's a good idea. It's a good idea because there's nothing to show that you really like. Dislike this is something. the word. This is unwatchable. Like it's like it's offensive to my. Like senses. even a one, there's something in it that was like yeah. it, Why, you know you gave it a one. To, you, I didn't. The, I didn't stop watching it. The star came from something. I almost exactly. stopped this movie exactly several times. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Did Allison watch it with you? Uh, yeah. Did she love it? No, she hated it. <laughs> she hated it more than I did. Oh wow. Wow. Oh 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 my god. Oh, I'm so glad I fucking remember this. This is where you not having headphones. It's like it's like when you're watching. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. When you're watching, you're watching this movie. Okay, and you're like, man, that was a pile of shit. Credits roll. Yeah. And it, you know, usually the credits, you know, it's like it's okay. It's over. You know, can't get any worse. It can't get any worse. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The credit scene. The credit song. Oh. Is something out of a fucking nightmare. (laughs) No, it's the song by Eminem. Oh. And. It's like it's like. Doesn't it seem like Creed would do the song for Venom for some reason? I don't know why. It just seems like no, 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 they're the would, perfect it, band. It would be or Alter Bridge. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I actually had to pause it to make sure like I was awake. Like it's that bad. Like it's it's crazy bad. Am I, am I awake right now? <laughs> like, is this a is this a nightmare? <laughs> no, I please. I I'm gonna send it both to both of you. It's, well, uh, it'll be the closing song on the show. Okay, please. It, 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 <laughs> no, it is like it is. I can't even, I can't even talk about it. It's it's the worst thing I've ever heard. Anyway, um, all right. Well, <laughs> yeah. Now let me ask you one one more thing before we finish talking about this forever. Um, Topher Grace as Venom and Eddie Brock, or Tom Hardy as Venom and Eddie Brock. Tom Hardy has the look. Okay, but he he's he sucked. <laughs> I don't know. Like I don't know what because like Tom Hardy rules. Like. I don't get it. I don't. I don't. I'm not in the Tom Hardy rules camp. I mean, but he's just he's okay. He's good. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> d- depends. He can act okay. He's a little over the top for my taste. Having watched the entire yeah. series of Taboo, uh, oh, he, he gets okay. a little out of hand really? on that show. Sometimes it's yeah. a little embarrassing. Um, he's just so like subtly angry all the time. I you know, it's just, I don't feel like he could play a happy character. Like I've never seen him play somebody who has joy in his soul. Everybody's just like sinister, angry, just like fuming constantly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like think of a character that he's played that has any kind of like happiness. It doesn't exist. He's a I, honestly at Inception maybe like he's a little like at least he has the snarky like charming yeah. British yeah. thing going on yeah. in that movie. But yeah. outside of that, it's just like nothing but like doom and gloom for this fucking guy. I don't, I'm not into it. Well, was yeah. wasn't he in? He was in some like romantic comedy with uh, oh, Chris Pine. I believe it. Like, oh, like, war. oh, this means war. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm I haven't sure. seen it, but I'm I'm he guessing might, might be know. a little more lighthearted. Yeah, yeah. And I know he was in um, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, which I'm sure is not like he's not like lighthearted in that. But I think he plays like a gay gay guy, so maybe a little bit more. Uh... No, that was uh, Cumberbatch. Oh, he's not gay in it. No, in Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. No, no, he's trying to he's trying to get with this uh, this Russian. He he's gay. trying to get with this Russian girl. I've never seen in it, Turkey, but... and so oh, well, does he? I'm not gonna oh, give man. too much away. Spoiler. Well, you need to see it. No, I don't want. I'm never gonna see it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, it's I'm, a great I'm, movie. No more Gary Oldman films for me <laughs> for life. I'm over him. Uh, really? Yeah, he's he's done. He's such a he's such a prick. He's like libertarian politic bullshit. I can't <laughs> deal with it. And he's like a wife beater too, or something. Yeah, didn't he like hit his wife or something? I don't Christian know. Bale, <laughs> like, ah, Christian don't Bale know. beat up his own mother, but I still watch his movies. That's your mom. Like, it's yeah, like... you can, he can hit your mom. That's okay. <laughs> she had it coming. Yeah, totally. I'm sure. No matter what, I'm sure she did something instigated. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Kevin, what did uh, what did you watch since the last time? Well, uh, real quick, I um, marathoned all of Tom Segura's comedy specials on Netflix. Good man. All of them are five out of five. He's so <laughs> he's fucking hilarious. Um, finally got around to watching Creed two. 
very, very well written movie. Some of the some of the acting is just kind of okay. Like, um, especially Michael B. Jordan. It's it felt like he wasn't quite sure, you know, how to get the character into the right headspace emotionally in quite a few of the scenes. But like the way the way they construct, you know, like what's going on now with what happened in Rocky Four and how they tie things together and make things they make things very emotional and they do it really well. So I would definitely highly recommend watching Creed Two. Like it's really, really good and Dolph Lundgren is great. The um the guy who plays his kid whose name I don't remember He's decent. He, you know, looks scary. Um, but even he pulls off some really good emotional scenes. So, wow. Yeah, uh, 4.25. Uh, been meaning to check it out. Just having, because I, I really liked Creed. Yeah. Uh, haven't rewatched. Have it on Blu-ray. Haven't rewatched it. Mm. Um, I uh, watched Vox Lux, directed oh, yeah. by uh, Brady Corbett, whose first film, Childhood of a Leader, is uh, phenomenally good. Mm. And uh, just has a great arc with Robert Pattinson, who rules all. And uh, <laughs> there's another woman. There's a woman who's in it who's quite good, and she's in this too. And she's also a nymphomaniac, and I can't remember her name right now. But um, anyway, Vox Lux is an incredibly well-directed movie. Uh, it looks awesome. It's probably one of the better looking films from the last year. And the score is one of the best scores I've heard in the last 10 years or so. It's uh, The score is unbelievably good by Scott Walker. Better than Childhood of a Leader, even. And I love that score. Everything else is terrible. Better than Vox the movie? Lux. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Vox Lux is... It, I'm uh, sorry, real quick. Is it Raffi Cassidy? Really? No, that's the other. That's well, I'll be talking about her. Okay. Um, Stacy Martin. Stacy Martin is okay. her. Yeah, she was in. Infamania. Oh yeah, yeah. She okay. played young, uh, the young Charlotte Gainsbourg she was in, that in Infamous High Rise movie. Terrible oh okay. Pile of shit. <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah. So Rafi Cassidy, uh, who, as I understand it, is British, uh, plays young Natalie Portman, mm-hmm. who is at the beginning of the film involved in a school shooting. Uh, not spoiler because it like literally happens in like la- the first like three minutes of the movie. She gets shot in the neck uh, by the school shooter. That whole scene is pretty good, actually. It's very disturbing. <laughs> the school shooter comes in and shoots the teacher and shoots the kids. Jeez, I mean, it's very like elephanty kind mm-hmm. of. Uh, mm-hmm. And there's a lot of like following him around, sort of like elephant too. You could tell he's really inspired, but. Uh, but it's anyways. It looks really good. It's it's a really well done. And uh, she gets shot. And uh, during the funeral service, she writes a song for for all the other kids who are dead. She writes a song and sings it, and then it like blows up and goes viral. And so everybody like wants her to be a recording artist, even though she can't sing worth a shit. Mm. Uh, but that's <laughs> not really gone into at all. She's she's really genuinely not good at singing. But uh, apparently, they love her song. It's catchy and uh so they jude law is a record producer who comes and like wants to like manage her and start her career and stuff and uh rafi cassidy in this role is awful like she is (laughs) not good at all she's trying to do a um 
New York accent, New York oh, accent, God. and she's it's coming. She's flying in and out of her British accent with the New York accent. Just it's, let her have a British accent. It's gross. Uh, <laughs> just don't hire her. She's not or good. That. Right. It, I, I'm sorry. Is this set in like the future? No, it's set in uh, that. The school shooting happens in 1999. Okay. Okay. And uh, so then, cut to 2017, and uh, she's Natalie Portman now. Okay. And Natalie Portman has a daughter. Played by Rafi Cassidy. Oh, God. And Rafi Cassidy is much better as the daughter because she's just a normal, she just sounds normal. She has a regular voice. <laughs> right. Uh, and uh, Jude Law looks the exact same 17 years later. <laughs> and, I mean, that's that's true to life. Yeah. And that's Nat- Jude Law. Natalie Portman is like 37, but she's playing a 31 year old, which, I, you know, when I when it first happened, they were like, she's 31. I was like, mm, Natalie Portman, 31. But then I, as she's still in her 30s, I was like, I didn't realize that. I thought she was in her 40s for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, that's another thing, though. Uh, Willem Dafoe narrates the film, and. It's bad. Like he's, oh. I love Willem Dafoe. The narration is so pointless and awful, and <laughs> it's 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 as if Brady Corbett wrote a novel and then was like, "Hey, they want to give me money to make another movie. I'll just turn this novel into a movie." Right. And they didn't have the ending figured out, so they just shot some shit and threw it together. <laughs> oh, and God, the movie goes nowhere. Uh, she's a pop star, and she's like angry about all kinds of shit. There's like this vague thing about how she's been in rehab and she drank and ran some guy over or something. I don't know. It's like all, it's all very subtle, you know? Mm. And, uh, yeah, there's a, there's so, so then like the second half of the movie is there's a shooting, another shooting in Croatia and the shooters are wearing, the terrorists are wearing masks that are reminiscent of masks. She, her, she wore in a video that she made. So they're, so there's she's like dealing with that with the press and stuff but it's like it's like it means this normally you'd think that would be like a launching point to make some kind of commentary about fame and like the price of fame and like your influence on people they don't get into any of that like it's just completely meaningless i feel like i haven't seen this movie obviously but i feel like the beginning like the school shooting it seemed like that's i don't know just this this sounds like a clusterfuck like it just—it is a cluster. Like there's no weight to any of the there like, isn't. themes that are. They happening. want there to be, and um, mm. unfortunately, everything's undermined. I mean, the story is not good. The script isn't good, mm. and everything is undermined by how bad the acting is. Natalie Portman is horrible in this. <laughs> like she's, <laughs> she's. Oh, I, I read that she did her like all of her scenes in like nine days or something. So and it shows she clearly did no preparation whatsoever. They just like, knocked this thing out. I mean, she's got the Brooklyn accent, which is awful. And then she's like, it looks like they use the first take every time. Like, it's just like, <laughs> it's everything feels very rough around the edges mm. as far as that goes. And uh, there's the last 20 minutes are uh, her singing at a, at a show. 20 minutes? Yeah. Oh. Of her singing. And there's like four different songs. There's like six songs by Natalie Portman on the soundtrack of her singing. And she's not a good singer either. And on the, when she's doing the show, like... I don't like pop music very much. Like I'm not a Lady Gaga fan, but or like Britney Spears, but the Britney Spears is like say what you want about these people. She's like an athlete, you know, she gets up there and sings while she's doing all the crazy dance moves. Yeah. Natalie Portman is barely moving. <laughs> and like everybody's dancing around her. You could just tell she was like I don't have time to learn these dance moves. Like oh give God. me something simple. It was really embarrassing. 
And uh, you know, it also sounds like this also sounds really insulting to try to deal with like these kinds of issues about violence. Yeah, totally. And how and what that does to the victims of it. Yeah. But then to just treat it in such a disrespectful way like this. Yeah, I'm not really sure what the point of it is. I mean, I could be totally wrong. No, I don't know. I mean, I, you know, it's the guy's second movie. I'd like to give him the benefit of the doubt, but I don't I don't know, man. It's Mm. it's like I said, his direction is top notch. The movie looks good. It's got a lot of, you know, powerful talent behind it. But I mean, they're just they're not. I mean, it, it just, seems like it's, thrown it's, together. It, seems, like they didn't it have a lot seems of really time. cheap. The school shoot—I can't get over that. Like, that sounds really cheap. Yeah, it's really yeah, like, especially now. Yeah, like, now when it's like it's like serious. I mean, I mean, it's always been serious, but it's like you know, yeah, happening mean, more often. Yeah. Well, like yeah, like <laughs> definitely, like you know, Columbine happened in '99, yeah, and sure. you know, it's just like just past a year on from Parkland. Like, right. I actually read today that one of the Parkland survivors she like committed yeah. suicide. Yeah, uh, the past few days, and it's mm-hmm. like you like throwing that. You're just throwing that shit in your movie. Like it's just that's like yeah. kind of tasteless. I don't know. Yeah, I still haven't seen it, but <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. Having seen it, I can't disagree that it's tasteless. I don't know. I mean, like I said, if there's like some point he's trying to make, I'm not getting it. Right. Uh, like if that is the point of your movie, like a school shooting or something, to like yeah, think about that and like it's you know, really not. It's mm, like that's that, okay. That happens. And it's almost as if it's just like a way to get her noticed so yeah, that they that, can tell the story of a pop star. Yeah. Right. It's weird how ordinary this movie is. Like, it's weird that you watch the trailer and it looks like some kind of mind fuck. But, like, all the weird imagery from the trailer is in a music video that she makes. The movie is just about her Jesus. career. It's not good. Wow. Like, it's just not good. Don't don't watch Fox Locks. D- didn't uh, Jarrah watch this? Yeah, he did. What did he yeah. give it? He gave it a two and a half, the same as me, but... Yeah. And I, I struggled. I was like, I don't know how to rate this movie because I really like certain elements of it, mm. but I really, really hate other things yeah, about it. That's right. So I had to go right down the middle. Yeah. You know, can't recommend it though at all. Right. But um, yeah, so that's Fox Lux. Hopefully Brady Corbett will get his head out of his ass for the next one. Yeah. Get, get, a, <laughs> get some better people together and some more time. Mm. Oh, Jude Law has a Brooklyn accent too. It's it's just, it's, 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 ugh, I don't I can't do it. I can't. I won't. I won't. I've never understood that. Just let people have, just let people speak. Yeah. It's I, like, I can connect the dots with my brain. It feels like. Oh, she's got a British, British accent, but she's in American school. Oh, she just came here from, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't know. Well, like, it feels it's, like it's they were trying to like. You could try it. And if it works, sure. But if it's like, if there's any doubt, like just let them speak the way they sure. speak. Like, yeah, it, yeah. It's, I don't know. I don't know. It might be an actor thing. Like the actors insisted. I I really want to be Brooklyn. Oh yeah, probably. You know? <laughs> yeah, I want to yeah. be the Bronx. I want to be the Bronx. Feel good about it. I'll be a Jersey gal. Yeah, Goyle. <laughs> All right. Uh, watched Incredibles too. Oh okay. Hey, <laughs> it's on Netflix now. Uh, this was uh enjoyable. Yeah. Um, directed also by Brad Bird or yeah, Brad Bird. Yeah. Uh, I I haven't seen the first one in so long, so yeah. I can't really compare. But I remember liking the first one. Mm. Um, it's one of the better children's films, I'd say. This one's got a few like slow Pixar. points. Um, like the wife basically like becomes really popular, and she's like trying to be like the superhero, and she gets hired by this company to like bring superheroes back. And then the the dad just gets stuck with the kids at the house. So like, uh, That's so pretty good. <laughs> it, it's it's funny, but like some of those parts drag. But like once it gets going. Like there's this huge chase where she has her, she gets like a motorcycle from the tech company that hires her or whatever. That there's like a huge chasing with a train. That, all that shit looks great. 
Like all the CG is really good. And, and it, isn't it? It's like a direct. Like it's not happening all these years later, right? It's like happening like right after. I think it's it? right after. Because uh, yeah, 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 it is. Isn't the minor at the beginning yes. of it? Yeah. yeah okay. Because um, I just remember seeing the kids in the trailer and they look the exact same. And I was like, it's a little weird that's been like. 15 years yeah. and the kids look the exact same yeah <laughs> but like the choreography and stuff they have like the way they have this the chases set up and the fight scene set up it's all really good um brad bird the master extremely Ghost easy Protocol. to watch i gave it a three you know it's not like mind-blowing or anything but it, it's extremely easy to watch and i recommend it i uh it's a good time. i might check it out i don't think nicole's seen the first one i've been trying to get her i'd to like watch to rewatch the first, the first one because mm-hmm. i remember i like i said I it's funny as it i recall I, rec- yeah. I remember certain scenes from like really laughing a lot yeah. this one maybe not super funny maybe it's just because i'm older but and sam jackson's in it still you're just like <laughs> you got to be over that guy right sam jackson yeah frozone oh yeah yeah why why would i be over him because he's lame oh <laughs> Yeah, um, so you're not sick of Samuel L. Jackson? I, mean, I don't know. Kevin. Depends. Uh, yeah. Now, I, I will, I will <laughs> say. I'm so over him. <laughs> now, I, Go I, away. I, he I, is an asshole in real life. He's a piece of shit. I, I, he's not even like that great. He's just such like a, you know what it is? It, it just, he's not in anything good. Like, he, he, all he does is Disney movies now. He's in all the Marvel movies. He's in the Star Wars movies. He's like, all he fucking does. He's fucking lame. Yeah. Know. Well, like, I felt the I felt the same way, like, when, um, like, when I finally watched uh, I Am Not Your Negro, and, like, yeah. he's narrating it and reading all of, of uh, James Baldwin's stuff. Like, that he's very, very good in. It's obvious that he, you know, took the time yeah. to really put his all into that, that reading. Yeah, just about everything else. It's like okay, you're phoning it in, and you know, he's not he's not the same. <clears throat> I don't feel like I don't I don't see him as like a, you know, it's like Spike Lee when he won the Academy Award for Black Klansman. If he, like he took a minute to like say something about the black experience in America and to make a statement, right? Mm-hmm. Samuel Jackson would not do that. That's what it feels like to me. It feels like Samuel Jackson is like he's done with that whole side of the of his life, and now he's just like a fucking old sellout. Like I, I do movies with Allison Brie or whatever the fuck her name, Brie Larson. Brie. You know, you know? Brie I'm Larson, doing Captain Jesus. Marvel now, and I'm making millions of dollars. I don't care about uh, interesting movies anymore. Yeah, I, I mean, care about bullshit and money. Yeah, like like he said the other day, I don't care about the <laughs> the Trump people who don't like me. I've already cashed their check. It's just like you're just gross guy, you know. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, it would be great for him to just go away, and not do anything for a while, and then you know actually do yeah, something that was not going to happen. That was he worth could his come time. back and play his age too. That'd be great. He's like seventy five years old for fuck's sake. I mean, it's time to you know, yeah, it's time yeah. to stop playing like you're thirty five and everything. <laughs> they keep paying him to do it, so and they get the the technology to make him look younger. Yeah. Did you see Marvel movie? I have no interest in oh, that. Thank Christ! I really don't want to hear about it. Yeah, no. yeah. You no. didn't see it, did you? No. Okay. I could totally see you going to see it with Rustin or something. Rustin's like, "What's he got tomorrow?" You a bunch go? of rednecks at work were like talking like they hated it because it's like this shit's like PC now. There's a girl in it. Yeah. Fuck that shit. It's like a lifetime movie. <laughs> they literally said it's a it's lifetime, a lifetime movie. movie. Wow. I was like I it's like I kind of want to see it just to spite you but like I yeah. don't want to see it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cuz I'm going to hate it for different reasons. Exactly. Right, right. I don't want there to be any confusion. Although Brie Larson that Yeah, she's the she's worst. She's awful. I'm, I'm sorry. I can't, yeah. I can't stand her. And it's got nothing to do 
with the fact that she's a woman or her politics or, or, or the way she shit. looks like they were talking shit like she's she ain't even hot i'm like yeah, i mean she's like attractive what the fuck are you talking about but it's like fine, perfectly fine, it's like, normal looking woman I, yeah i, I, I mean just, nothing not, about this movie looks yeah. good though i mean no it's no. awful it's awful no but anyway the 90s <laughs> shit i can't do it yeah yeah anyway uh where what were we talking about <laughs> uh incredibles 2 check it out oh yeah okay cool kevin uh, so I finally got around to watching uh, Star is Born, and I was not nearly as enthusiastic <laughs> about it as some Did others. we watch the same movie? <laughs> it's, it's not even that. Like, it's, it's really more like, personally, I think that, like, especially like towards the end, I thought it got really emotionally manipulative, and just for no good reason. Like, I, I just don't, like, it felt so much like, oh, you know, like, we have to have this ultra-emotional, just gut-wrenching ending to make this movie worth anything. It's like, no, you don't. Like... Uh, we talked about that, um, Nicole and I talked about that at mm. lunch after we saw it. Right. And I was telling her, because she just, like, unabashedly loved it. She was, like, five out of five. Like, she was crying and stuff at the end, you know. And uh, and I was like, you know, I, I'm on the fence because I was moved also by the ending and mm. I found it it works. But I was like, I'm not sure if it's working because it's working or it's working because it's manipulating me. Like, I'm not sure if I actually care about Bradley Cooper or if the movie's <laughs> forcing me to care about Bradley Cooper using the imagery that they're using. That's what I felt like. You know, hmm. spoiler alert, anyone who hasn't seen it. So, like, from the time. John. John? Do you care? He offs himself, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah so like from I, I guessed that and you said yes. Oh, did so, I? Yeah. I'm sorry, I don't remember. Okay. You, you, were, you were like the ending's really I was like, did he kill himself? And he's like, You're like, Yeah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> you don't know how. I don't. Did he drink himself to death? Shotgun blast. Really? No. Okay. <laughs> he hangs himself in the garage. Yeah, after take after taking some painkillers i guess i miss i don't even remember remember that part like he made made his his dog a steak and then he yeah and he he, like he opens he opens his (laughs) like he opens his glove box and there's like a prescription bottle in there anyway so i remember him going to his truck i don't remember (laughs) well like from the time he pisses himself on the stage at the grammys yeah from then on it's like his his arc you know emotionally just goes downhill at a really steep rate and, you know, you find out all the stuff about his past and et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, he breaks down in front of Lady Gaga, you know, apologizing for pissing himself at the Grammys and et cetera, et cetera. But, like, but then, you know, like, you see, like, he's making a comeback. And, like, we all know this This is the perfect story. Like, the you know, the celebrity who fell on hard times, now they're making a comeback. Like, that's the easiest moneymaker in the land. But then this British douchebag who, you know, convinced Lady Gaga she was a star in the first place, he's like, you know, she's, do- you know, she's doing this all for you, right? You're really just a piece of shit, but she loves you, so, like, she's fucking everything up for herself. And then, you know, then she lies about ha- why she had to cancel her tour, and then he goes and kills himself. Well, I, don't, I think that, uh, I will say that the movie's not about Bradley Cooper, I mean, no, I mean, yeah, she is, she is the star that is born, but yeah. So I mean, it's about it's about Bradley Cooper in as much as he affects her career and her trajectory, right? So I mean, yeah, he's definitely in it 
he's probably in it more than he should be, to be honest. Like his character is probably like there's probably more about him than there needs to be in the movie. But like for instance, I could have used a lot more Andrew Dice Clay. Oh, for sure. Uh, who plays Lady Gaga's father? <laughs> yeah, he's fucking great in it. <laughs> uh, I haven't seen that guy. In all him years. and all of his buddies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they run like a limo company or something. It's really it's terrific. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like when I when I got to the end of it, I was like. This was absolutely needless. Like, this was just writers sitting in a room deciding that a person was going to die for whatever emotional a, thing that was supposed to... It is a hard sell, though. It's like, when you think about it, like, it's a ballsy decision to have him kill himself only in as much as characters killing themselves is, like, ridiculous, right? I mean, it's like... Yeah, it's, hard, a, it's a, yeah. like they teach you that in, like, writing classes. Oh, like, yeah, it's yeah. like, that's not, Don't a, have your that's not an option. Don't have suicide yeah. at yeah. all. Yeah. <laughs> but so it's ballsy in that way just to have to say, you know what, we're going to make the main character kill himself or one of the main characters yeah. kill himself. And it's like... And, and, I mean, for a lot of people, you know, it works emotionally. I mean, so. for a big Hollywood movie, I'd, I'd say that's pretty... Yeah, that's pretty ballsy. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was going to win Best Picture for sure. <laughs> yeah, and then it got best song, and that yeah, was it. That was it. Yeah. Um, no, Gaga won, didn't she? Yeah, she. she oh, won. for best song. Yeah, she, she didn't won win actress. No, that's right. Yeah. Uh, Olivia Coleman won actress. I forget. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought she was going to win actress too. I thought she was going to win actress. I thought the movie was going to win best picture. So she's yeah. she's pretty good. She's very good. In it, yeah, Lady Gaga is yeah. very good and oh. very natural. Yeah, and I would say Bradley Cooper is like he's good. He, he's, you know, <laughs> I just feel like he is so like I feel like. He has never shown how good he really is. Like I see him in a lot of stuff, and I see how good he is. But it's also—it almost seems like he's holding back a lot. I think he wishes he was from Texas. Yeah. Yeah. Also, <laughs> John, I just had to look do, up to make sure he's not from Texas. <laughs> do you? Or is he from do you Philadelphia? Think, do you think he was modeling his voice after Sam Elliott? Of course. Yeah, like, yeah. and that was like really. Like, he is Sam Elliott in the movie. And basically, Sam Elliott yeah. is his brother, so it's I'm weird. Getting another look at you. <laughs> getting another look at you. <laughs> it's just like you're not. I don't understand Gaga why. Bites. I don't yeah. know about you, but I take comfort in that. I just don't understand why he has to be like a country guy. Like, it's fine that he. Like, it's yeah, not, it's not just, even about the music. It's just I don't understand why you would want to put that on yourself. Like, I'm gonna write, direct, and star in this movie, and I'm gonna have an accent. It's yeah. just bizarre. Well, the country thing makes sense because he's just like a middle aged white guy. I mean, where else would that guy fit? And he could be a rock star. Yeah, but that, mean, be, like, that that would. She doesn't become a country star in the movie. She becomes a pop star, like Lady Gaga. Yeah, yeah. It was oh, it was okay. a real like Taylor Swift kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay. Yeah, which makes total sense because you can you've seen that happen with Taylor Swift. But yeah, it's like, totally. huh. and I mean, he's not exactly a country guy. He's like alt country. Like he's like playing like bluesy rock shit. But it's like yeah, it's like. But okay. he's wearing a cowboy hat, and you know what I mean. <laughs> it's, yeah, and like maybe it's time to let the old ways die. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's got the Willie Nelson yeah. twang yeah. thing going on. I don't know. It's yeah. uh, kind of like a Johnny Cash type of story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sort of. Yeah, but like, like like if Johnny Cash had come around in like the nineties, I right. think. Yeah, like you know, and was hanging out with Dwight Yoakam. It's like Chris Gaines the movie. Ah, <laughs> no, it's not anything. Like that. I'm just kidding. Uh, I wish there was. Don't you wish there was a documentary about Chris Gaines? Like there, no. I feel like there's not enough information <laughs> about that that time in, in the I, world. I wish I wish that was a thing, but I wish Rob Reiner would direct it. <laughs> what? Why? Spinal oh, Tap. The spinal Tap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what? <laughs> Rob Reiner. Yeah. Such a bizarre choice. Okay. Uh. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So uh, two point seven five. That's not that far off. I yeah. Think I, I gave it a four, and I think right. uh, Jr. gave it a three and a half. So. Mm. 
I was just happy, Jr. Because I had been telling him, you know, you're not going to hate it as much as you hate the Green Book and Bohemian Rhapsody, and he right. didn't. So I was really happy about that. Yeah. Uh, I got. I oh, tw- let's talk Twilight Zone. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so you watched Twilight Zone like six months ago. Yeah. And then I watched <laughs> it about a month ago. Yeah. Uh, what year is this? 1980. 80. Is it 80 or 81? Well, okay. shit. Directed by. Four different people. George Miller, John Landis, Spielberg, and Dante, Joe Dante. Yeah. Cool. Uh, it's a omnibus film. A, uh, 83. 83. Well, I don't know. I was way off on that, huh? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's uh, four different vignettes or uh, kind of shorter films. I mean, they're not that short, though. They're like 25 minutes each, I'd say. And uh, they're each... Three of them are from the original Twilight Zone. They're just remade. And one of them, John Landis's is brand is original. John oh, Landis cool. wrote it and directed it. And uh, for me, <laughs> this is my second time watching it all the way through. This thing is a fucking blast. I, I was genuinely surprised when I saw your rating for it. I was like, "Wow!" I loved it. The opening. Do you like the original series? I've never even I saw saw the first episode. Okay, uh, which I did. I liked, but I mean, you know, it's black and white and television, you know. Uh, but uh, it's got some solid episodes. Uh, the mm. opening with Dan Aykroyd and Albert Brooks. Oh yeah, is yeah. it's so good. Like it's, I could watch a whole movie about those guys road tripping. It's yeah. amazing. <laughs> They're on a road trip. The radio breaks, so they start playing TV show theme song. They start like. <laughs> and they're guessing the TV show theme song. And it's like 10 minutes long. It's amazing. <laughs> it is the best. And they're so like completely just banal. Mm. But it, it rules. And then it ends with this great, you know, just a great moment. Yeah. I, I love that shit. That was a great way to get it started. And, yeah, then, yeah. and then the first, I feel like they start really strong with John Lannis's, uh short, which I think is is the best of the bunch for me. I, I think it's... Uh, brilliant and i i okay not glad that vic morrow is dead but him dying makes it better because originally uh, the the first vignette is him vic morrow from uh, combat you know rustin's guy he uh he's like a super racist <laughs> and he's like uh using the n-word and he hates jews and all this kind of yeah and uh and he he goes out he steps out of his bar after he's been, you know, railing against all these stereotypes and uh, he steps out of the bar and suddenly he's in Nazi Germany and the Nazis are chasing him. They think he's a Jew. Oh, wow. So, and then he, and then he like falls into into the like street and suddenly he's in like the forest and he's at a clan meeting and they think he's a black guy. Is this the Spielberg one? No, this is the John Landis I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, And then, uh, so he's like constantly running away from racists who are trying to kill him. So it's like giving him the experience of those people. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then at the end, what was supposed to happen was that he was supposed to rescue Vietnamese children from a, a like army attack in Vietnam, mm. and that was gonna like his rede- his redemption, and I guess he was gonna come back to the bar and be like a changed man. But he died on set because a helicopter <laughs> oh, crashed oh, and okay. cut his head off. Holy shit! Yeah, which like I, him and two children, yeah. the two children he was gonna be saving. Now, Kevin, let's be honest. <laughs> what? Be honest. Did you watch the video? No. Okay, I did. That's <laughs> what is wrong? This man loves to watch people die in real wow. life. I don't. I didn't want to. I had to. That's it, awful. It was there, and I was like, 
this exists why am i able it's, to it's watch on, this on youtube it's on youtube jesus christ it, and it's shot on film it's the actual film footage now it's not like it's not like it's a helicopter falling on them you don't see shit okay okay, okay. but there is in the video like in like Still though, minute, minute three when they show the, when they show it for like the third or fourth time because you know they're showing it like slowed down and shit they show the helicopter blade and they show where the head is that's getting like lopped <laughs> off it's fucked it is fucked and i didn't know wow before before i read about it after i watched the film i didn't realize that the kid that he was carrying children they had died too that's awful and man. apparently it was, there's they were like working illegally because they were flaunting the labor laws and stuff oh, yeah and like john landis almost fucking went to jail for murder yeah, yeah. he's a, how did he, this, he's kind of a piece of shit honestly how did this having read about the whole fi- thing. finished production holy shit i know uh but did people go see this thing? <laughs> not, not really. Uh, <laughs> yeah, for a number of reasons. But um, that being said, because they died, they had to work around with the footage they had, and yeah. I think the ending for it is much, much better. The well, way it is now. What happens? No redemption at all. He just gets toted away in the Jew train to to oh, yeah, like, Auschwitz like, or whatever. Like he dropped, Like he goes from like Nazi Germany to a Klan meeting to Vietnam. And he, you know, they think he's Viet Cong and then back to Nazi Germany and he gets carted off to Auschwitz. Yeah. Damn. It's awesome. <laughs> it's really, really good. I don't know. And the production of it is See, great. That, that, I mean, usually on the old uh, Twilight Zone episodes, it, it was never really a good ending. It's always, mm. It was always left on a dark note. Usually, I mean, usually. I like that. So I don't see, so, like, the redemption thing would be kind of weird. Yeah. Well, but yeah, them, yeah, some of them do. But. Like, that was that was my point when I said in my review, like, you know, I, like, I saw a lot of people just hating on Spielberg. And, you know, like, I'm not, I'm not here to defend Spielberg. I'm, you know, just saying that, like, there are a lot of fucking pseudo-cinephiles who just love to just shit on him for, for no legitimate reasons. The, the thing with Spielberg's one is, like, I feel like... Even though the Twilight Zone had, yes, it does have a lot of like really dark moments and it's a lot of like morality stuff, but a lot of that, a lot of the shows were about these poor people who had been, you know, just thrown into adulthood and like lose any kind of compassion in their lives. And so they get flung back to like their childhood and stuff like that and, you know, can get some amount of redemption or, you know, just end up in a better place. Yeah. And, you know, it's not just about, you know, the super scary stuff and... No, I mean, I'd say most of it. I would say most of what I understand Twilight Zone to be and the things that I've read about it, it's less horror than just, like... It's, like, ironic and it's... Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Speculative fiction. For sure, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. But, like, like it it has a... It's gained more of a reputation. The thing with, uh, you know... Like, they're rebooting it. Burgess Burgess Meredith. Yeah, when he... With the glasses and everything. Isn't he in the one with the glasses where he loses his glasses and he he can't read anymore? Yeah, it's like like (laughs) nuclear fallout. He finally... He's finally (laughs) able to just read his books. He leans over, his glasses break. Yeah, that's ironic and it's... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's nothing... it's horrific, but it's not a horror thing. It's not like there's a creature or anything like that. You know? Yeah, yeah, and yeah, they're re- they're rebooting with Jordan Peele on CBS All Access, so you have to have the app to watch it, and it's oh, coming uh, next ne- doing that. in April or next week or something. I oh shit, okay. it's pretty soon. April is next week. Yeah, it's pretty soon. <laughs> I'm just hoping they don't go like full horror, like Black Black Mirror. Black Mirror. Yeah, yeah they... it looks a lot like Black Mirror. Yeah. Well, like that was one of the things that I appreciated about uh, that one. 
I haven't seen the like uh, the newer seasons of Black Mirror, but there was the one San Junipero that was just about you know two women falling in love and like no horror, no you know yes, it's set in the future and there's futuristic stuff going on, but like they were able to actually take a decent break and show like genuine emotion, and that that was what I was thinking when watching any, any the... good scissoring in that one. Or... <laughs> No. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> For all the female listeners out there. Yeah, yeah. apologies. We have lots of those. Uh, let me tell you. You don't know. My own wife doesn't listen to the show. <laughs> My own wife doesn't know where I am right now. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just make sure at the store. <laughs> Go to yeah. Walmart real quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, like, so, yeah. The second one that Spielberg did sure. kicked the can down the road, like you know. Now, as far as that one goes, I understand the inclination towards like this is bullshit compared to the other ones, only because mm. it's not as it doesn't have a sharp edge. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. it's so childish and like it's cocoon. You know, what I mean? so it's like yeah. I mean, and uh, but I will say that it's interesting that it's so early in his career, but it plays so much like hook do you yeah, find yeah. this and totally. hook is like 10 years later yeah and it's it's just like hook <laughs> it's yeah insane. yeah like it's it, yeah Even Definitely. like the kids in the big clothes and stuff i don't know everything reminded me of hook so much yeah, yeah. And i liked uh what's his face in it quite a bit uh scatman crothers yeah, scatman yeah. crothers was great in which it. was another thing i was like like i saw some review saying that this was the you know quote-unquote magical negro like first of all in the original show, it was a white guy. Is that a thing? The magical Negro? Yeah, it's it's a uh, you know, it's something that they've really attached to a lot of Stephen King stuff. Oh, okay. And you know, like Green Mile. Yeah, Green Mile, yeah. and uh, sort of with you know, you could also argue The Shining with uh, Dick. Is and the gunslinger actually black in the? Uh, no. That okay. Cause no. Zelda but I mean, him, so. but apparently. Amazon has yeah. now got their hooks in that, and they Dark. casted a white kid. So oh, okay. the Dark Tower movie is pretty much going to be forgotten, which is a good thing. Yeah, um, it seems like it's for the best. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um. Anyway, back to the Twilight. Yeah. Um. I mean, you know, I I don't mind Spielberg's. It's uh, I wouldn't say it's my least favorite. I'd say it's tied with Joe Dante's for my least favorite. Although I don't dislike his either. The next one, which is the one right, with the yeah. kid who can anything he wishes happens. Yeah. I like how cartoony and crazy that one gets. That was one of the things that just didn't work for me. Really? Yeah. I just, I like the practical effects and like the, like yeah. the shit ha- coming out of the TV. And so, I don't know. I thought, yeah. little, I thought it just looked pretty cool. Yeah. I don't know. It just, it just, to me, it was just a little too goofy. I hate that. Uh, what's the guy, uh, Dick, the guy who's the, um, short order chef at the beginning of it. Oh, fuck. Uh, What's his name? I hate that he's only in it at the beginning. I really thought he was going to be in the whole thing. And then he. Oh, Dick Miller. Dick Miller, yeah. He's, yeah. He's, didn't he die recently? I think like so. In the last like week or two? Maybe. He's in uh, Terminator. Yeah. In... Oh, he died in January. Oh, okay. That's what I thought. I thought he died recently. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I just, he was the short order cook and he's so good. And I was just like, I really wish he was like in the whole thing. But yeah. You know, I don't know. I think uh, they they truly understood how to bookend it with the two best ones. I think George Miller's is the other 
which is a remake of the William Shatner. There's something on the plane yeah. on the wing thing. Yeah, but, terror at twenty thousand feet. Right. John Lithgow plays the Shatner role. Yeah, and he is out of his mind, and it's good. <laughs> <laughs> He's very sweaty. Yeah. <laughs> I, it was funny. Like I loved John Lithgow. The rest of it, I thought, was just again like a little too over the top. Such as, uh, like the all the the noises and um, just the creature. <laughs> oh, I love the creature. Are you kidding? Oh, the creature looks so cool. <laughs> All right. uh, I think it's... Um, Is he still like a giant teddy bear? No, he's like a demonic, like reptilian... Oh, well. I don't even know how to describe it. It's right. scary looking to me. Anyway, I think... Uh, I want to say Doug Jones plays the guy in the suit. I might be wrong about that, though. That would be like his first thing if he did. Mm. But... um. I don't know. I really enjoyed that, and I love the ending, how it ends with Ackroyd again as the uh, just a perfect ending. The you want to see something really scary line. Yeah, it's <laughs> unbelievable. So good, but uh, you know, I don't know. I it's just it just works for me. It fires on all cylinders. I I had a blast watching it, and I gave it a five out of five. Mm. Deal with it. You know, if you can't handle it. Fuck off. Just kidding. I really like that. No, it's not. I don't know why I thought it was Doug Jones. It's some guy named Larry Cedar. Mm. That's the creature. Oh. oh, this guy's been in stuff. I've seen this guy before. He's in Deadwood. Oh. Um, what'd you give it again? Three and a half? Three? Three. Three. Yeah. I think JR might have given it a three and a half. Solid enough. Uh, yeah. Jonathan, you got to get on this, man. I sent you a link. Yeah, I'll you watch, watch it. it. It's very good. Don't listen to Kevin. He doesn't know what he's talking about. John, <laughs> that was a massive amount of dead dirt. air. No, we need at least thirty seconds of dead air. Mm. No. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Jr. Jr. Oh, I see. Slice yeah. himself in. Right. Um, I watched Triple Frontier. Oh, Ooh, see, Netflix. Now, I was so bummed not to be able to get to watch this before this. Yeah, episode. I, I meant to as well. I wanted to watch. Well, this then I'll, I'll talk about it. You know, you just want to wait till next in episode? brief. Uh, I mean, we can. You can wait, and I'll watch it. I promise I'll watch it. Okay. I, I yeah, really we'll just it. wait. I want to um, see it bad. Yeah. I just, I gave it a two. Uh, and, that's, you, and the Z's comment. And it's, yeah, it was kind of a snooze fest. But, I mean, I'll, I'm interested to see what you guys think. Okay. I am interested to watch it. <clears throat> yeah. Have you seen Chandor's other films? Um, what is All it? is Lost. With yes, I really liked All is Lost. And um, A Most Violent Year. I I did not see that. I saw it a while back, but I've been meaning to watch it again. I remember I like, liking it a I lot. I like A Most Violent Year quite like, a bit. I didn't there's see parts in this lost. that are really good, but I don't know. I'll just see what you guys think about it. Let me ask it. you yeah, this. Talk no, I don't even want to know because if I ask No, it, not I'm, really. There's like a huge like twist part. Oh, not a twist. I don't want to hear that. Don't even just stop talking. Stop talking. Not a twist, <laughs> but there's something that happens that is, okay. yeah, got is, it. is cool. Got it. Got it. Fuck. Hey, There's uh, that reminds me. <laughs> spoilers reminds me. Um, did you listen to uh, the Film Shake podcast spoiler discussion? There was a spoiler discussion? Yeah, they released it on Monday. No, I didn't see that. Yeah. I mean, Is it good? No, it was really boring, but only because I haven't seen the movie, so I don't know what the fuck they're talking about, you know. But oh, okay. Talking about Ugetsu. Ugetsu. Or as Jordan says, Ugetsu Monogatori, because he has to say the whole title, of course, you know. <laughs> Even though it doesn't even say that shit on the cover. But <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. Didn't make me, didn't inspire me to watch the film at all. I don't, don't, not interested in that. Yeah. I might see it at some point. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I was, I was curious, 
like uh I hate that they're watching another by the same director for their second episode. <laughs> I, it's it's just such a a gut punch. I'm just like just let's just change it up a little bit. Yeah. Fellas. <laughs> yeah, cuz like yeah, cuz I left him a comment on Letterbox like cuz like they, you know, they were talking about all these camera angles and et cetera, yeah. et cetera. It was like, yeah. guys, you got to watch Soy Cuba or, or oh, uh, yeah, Letter so Never oh, Sent. God. Like <laughs> if you want camera work, the Russians, dude. They're yeah. not they're not ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I mean, still yeah. watching Asian cinema from 70 years ago. <laughs> anyway, uh, what, let's see. You want to talk about something else instead of Triple Frontier? Um, no. Okay. We, we can go to the deep dive. Kevin, you got anything else? I rewatched Burn After Reading, and it's not great, but I really enjoyed it. Like, I haven't seen it since the theater. Like Clooney is really good as this, yeah. like you know, fidgeting guy, and like. Francis McDormand is really good, and Richard fucking Jenkins is oh, yeah. so good in this. Yeah. Malkovich is over the top, but you know it's a Coen Brothers movie, and it's Malkovich. I remember so. he cuts off the top of somebody's head with a hatchet at the end of it. Yeah, he, he well, he just so starts extreme. wailing on Richard Jenkins with a hatchet, right? And uh, and I sure yeah, that was a lot of lot of yelling, and and I remember uh, Brad Pitt getting blown away. Yeah, like he gets shot in the forehead by George. It's very Curry. bloody. Yeah. And it's one of those things, too, where, like, you're going on, like, oh, you know, like, I mean, I don't see it as one of the Coen brothers, you know, quote-unquote lesser comedies. But, uh, but like, then, you know, like, it's going on as this comedy, all, and then it's like, oh, yeah, I am watching a Coen brothers movie, because holy shit. I think the problem with it is temporal. It came out right after No Country, which is one of their best films. And for sure, you're yeah. Like, you're comparing it to No Country, and you're like, oh, this isn't like No Country for Old Men at all. Fuck yeah. this movie. My, yeah. I think that's the, like I've said before, like that's the biggest thing about the Coen's career. Like they mm-hmm. have so many of these like super, super high moments. Sure. And then like, yeah, not everything is going to be a five out of five, but like that doesn't mean necessarily that a movie unto itself is bad. I agree. Like you know, I'm I'm gonna rewatch Hail Caesar because I I'm not going in with I the will expectations. Too <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just I gotta say the myself sets were home. nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Channing Tatum danced his ass off. He, that was he's great. A dancer. Yeah, Scarjo is fun to look at. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I look at her washing dishes and be happy. Indeed, but yeah, burn after reading is enjoyable, and like uh, in yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, you know, I agree. They have a lot of high highs, and they don't have that many low lows. So right. they're 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 bad. I mean, I can't I can't think average. of a low low. I mean, well, for me, Hail Caesar would be a low. low. I mean, yeah, <laughs> but like that wasn't a total pile it, of shit. It's competently made, but other yeah. than that, it's, it reminds me of like it's like Vox Lux in that way, and it like I appreciate the filmmaking and how well it how good it looks and yeah. stuff, but it's it's right. just so boring and uninteresting to me. Yeah, well, I mean, again, like, you know, Burn After Reading with No Country, but then with Hail Caesar, like, the one they made before that was Inside Lewin Davis. Sure. Yeah, so, a masterpiece. Right. Yeah. So it's, yeah. Um, yeah. And I th- and Serious Man is somewhere in there, too, and that's a fucking five out of five. I love Serious day, Man. Every day of the week. I love Buster Scruggs. Yeah. I love... Uh, I like Lady Killers a lot. I'm, I'm alone on an island on that one. I don't think I've seen that one. It's fen- phenomenally funny. I, I think it's great. I need to watch it again because, like, when I first when I first saw it, like, I don't think I was in a place where I could really get what was mm-hmm. going on. Mm-hmm. So, and I've been arguing with these old timers on uh, Facebook Film Forum because they're all like, 
Oh, they... This movie's a piece of shit. The original is so good. Oh, da, 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 da. <laughs> it's like, I haven't seen the original, but Tom Hanks rules. The ori- the ori- <laughs> I watched the original Lady Killers the other day because I was like, oh, Alexander McKendrick, he did Sweet Smell of Success, and that was a fucking masterpiece. And then it's no, it, not, not yeah. so much. And the only ones I haven't seen are um, Intolerable Cruelty, which I avoided because they didn't. They had an extra person writing it with them, oh, which right. bothered yeah, me yeah. for some reason. And then uh, I also did <laughs> That wasn't Sam Raimi? Yeah. And I, if it was Sam Raimi, believe me, I would have seen it. Right. Uh, <laughs> and I also have never seen Raising Arizona. So Okay. Raising, Raising Arizona is worth seeing. I hear that it's quite good. I yeah. just... Yeah. Uh, I'm not a fan of Blood Simple. Um, I like parts of it. I'm just... Didn't yeah. we talk about that last week? Yeah, we did. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, well, let's move on to our deep dive then. Indeed. Uh, Robert Bresson's 1966 French New Wave classic, O Hazard Balthazar, mm-hmm. a film chosen by Jonathan for us to watch and dive deep into. Jonathan, you want to tell us a little bit about uh, this movie and what your decision was behind it? <laughs> uh, I was looking on Letterboxd and <laughs> <laughs> saw that none of us had seen this except, of course, JR. JR. And uh, said, fuck it, let's watch this. Oh, okay. And I really like Largent. Yeah. A lot. I like Largent so, uh, a lot, too. I was Good. like, got to see more Bresson. I felt the same way when you suggested. I was very excited because I was like, I have been meaning to see this in particular, but also like Mouchette and uh, several of his other films, The Devil mm. Probably and Lancelot Duloc and things like that. And I just uh, was going yeah. to binge a lot of his shit, but I had no fucking time <laughs> to watch it. I had literally finished this movie. At this table this afternoon, holy shit! I had to watch the last ninety seconds of when I got here because mm-hmm. I got cut off earlier. But uh, yeah. um, so this is all of our reason. first, all of our first time watching it. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jonathan, now not to give anything away, but I would love, love, and Kevin, don't help him. I would love for you to give us a summary of what this movie is about. <laughs> it's about the life of a donkey. Is it? And everything around him. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> Kevin, do you agree with that? It's about the life of a donkey. I think it's supposed to be. It's presented <laughs> as the life of a donkey. It gets a little but convoluted, but uh, <laughs> is the, is, can it be about the life of a donkey if the donkey's not in the movie for like forty-five minutes? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. There was a part in this movie where I fell asleep. Ooh, damn! And when Gerard blows the horn. Mm. Oh, <laughs> yeah, like, oh, and like, oh, it's not yeah. over yet. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not. Like, I like I I must I must have just fell off for like a second or two. Yeah, because like at, before that it gets real quiet. Yeah, I and, it's understandable. Yeah, and like I, uh, well, it's a little. It's I, a, I uh, it's a little scatterbrained to say the least. I can see where this is new wave though. Like it's it's being, I feel like it's being weird on purpose and, and different. <laughs> I don't know. Like it's it's there's parts that are just fucking strange, such as like when they're like dumping the oil on the ground. I like, like that. Cra- I actually like that. I, a lot. I mean, I didn't mind. I was just kind of like, this is just fucking random. I it's thought fu- I thought like it was cartoon. just a, I'm watching I, a cartoon right oh, now. I thought it was yeah. just a way to show that these kids are bad kids. But it that was are doing so weird to me. I don't, it just. I like the fact that, that, that they just watch the cars crash yeah. and they have no emotion about it. Like, it's not funny to them or anything. Oh, like, I mean, no no one has emotion in this movie. Right. But, and that's Bresson <laughs> yeah. for you. But, I mean. Yeah. Like, 
don't know. I thought it particularly. And the right scene there. where uh, the scene where they're dancing and, and the, like they're just breaking all of the I bottles in the bar the and like no, nobody's responding nobody, to it. I, nobody I, I fucking love yeah, that, that scene. scene rule too. Uh, other than that, I, I didn't like much in this. <laughs> I, I the, was uh, bored to tears through most of this movie. Well, I, yeah. <laughs> I like. I well, just keeping on the positive for for a few more minutes. I I like <laughs> the. Uh, I really I enjoyed the the drunk man like his final journey on the donkey when he was like saying goodbye to everything and he said goodbye to the telephone pole for some yeah. reason. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, that was strange, but but you know, good. Um, Bresson likes to shoot people's feet and legs a lot. Like, do you notice like? 80% of this movie is people's feet like walking around <laughs> like it's constant everything starts with somebody's feet walking and then like they pan up to somebody mm. it's just it's I don't know I I feel like uh, and I'm trying to remember like if he did that in other films but I'm sure he has but um I uh I will say yeah I was I'm I kind of wish JR was here because JR would probably like this more than us I I feel like it's uh yeah, it was really boring. I, I, I like. I it felt like it was. I don't know what the point of it was. I I asked him to summarize it because I don't know. I don't know what this movie is about. Like I don't know who. I don't know who any of the characters are either. Yeah, like, like the girl is obviously. I thought she was the main character, but then suddenly we're hanging out with this like criminal guy, and I don't know where, who he is to anything. Like in relation to anything. Yeah, he's I just mean, some bad person. Yeah, yeah, and like aside aside from him just being an asshole, like you know. There's no, there's no reason to care about what he's doing, and like, I don't like, understand I, how he knows her. Like that's 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 how deep it goes. I don't understand the relationships in the movie. Who is the woman that he lives with and delivers bread for? Like, <laughs> yeah, who like, the is, fuck is, is that? Anybody, his, like, has, is that his mom or right. is his grandmother? I don't know. I don't and understand it. it. And I'm like, and I'm like, okay, maybe it's just some. They're just a couple that he works for, and they're letting him <laughs> live in their house. Okay, because I mean, it is, there's a lot of strange shit that's like antiquated, like the fact they're delivering French bread into a box yeah, for yeah. coins. Like, obviously, they're not doing that shit anymore. So it's like, yeah, and like know. there's, you know, still there's there are cars and motor motorbikes, but uh, you know, there's still a lot of people getting around on horse and buggy. Yeah, and they're obviously like in the, in the country. <laughs> that right? that scene where like he just appears in her car. Yeah. And like, you know, she's like, go away. And then she just sits by him and, and lets he him, like, lets yeah, him he fondle her, her a little yeah. bit. And then she gets out and she runs and like, she kind of scampers away, but then she trips on air. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like, and then like this, the same thing with the, the old, uh, Scrooge guy, like, like she goes into his house and like, she yeah. starts eating his food and like, he bangs her. Yeah. Fuck but yeah. like, but like, but but like before that, like you know, he's got his hand on one shoulder, slap the other shoulder, slap, slap, and <laughs> eventually though, yeah, it's I mean, just strange. He's gonna get it. It's in. a strange movie. I, uh, you know, I I agree, I, and I thought there was some like thematic connection between the donkey is being treated like shit, and the girl is being treated like shit. But I don't understand what the connection is because. The donkey doesn't go back to the people who treat him like shit. Usually, the donkey's constantly trying to get to her. Yeah, the who treats him being, nice. The donkey's being passed around. Yeah, and, um, and I don't. Even, and that's weird too. It's because like a scene will start and it's just be like the donkey is working for some random guy. And I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? How'd the yeah. donkey get there? Uh, one of the most ridiculous parts was uh, there's like a guy with like a huge bale of hay or whatever, and he's like he's got the donkey going, and like yeah. the donkey's speeding up, whatever. And then oh, they right. crash. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, That's when the donkey the, escapes yeah, and goes back it, to the girl. Yeah, he escapes or whatever. He runs, and then the guy runs away and comes Gets back a with, like, yeah, with a fucking mob. He's like, there he is. I'm like, what the what? I was just like, I asked myself, what, what the fuck is happening? Like, so many times while I'm watching this. 
Yeah, and like, <laughs> so like I was there. He is. <laughs> <laughs> like what is that? Boys. I was I was reading on the Wikipedia page. Like apparently, it's like loosely based on Dostoevsky's The Idiot. There's a scene and, in The Idiot that it's based on. Oh, he said that there's like a, a character who describes his love of a donkey, and oh. so he based the whole movie on that. I've oh. never read the. Idiot. I mean, I'm I sure know. there's a lot going on in this movie that I don't understand. Yeah, like, so I'm going to give it a, the benefit of the doubt. But like, again, yeah, I, it was boring as fuck. I'm sure yeah, that Brasson could explain what's happening. Yeah, but I mean, I and that's fine because Larjean was strange too. But sure, like, but Larjean had at least yeah. like a narrative that I yeah. could follow, and there was at least a mm. like a an active mechanic in it, which is the money's getting passed around, and you're following the people, you're following the money. Yeah, right. this isn't like this is like. It should be like that. It should be the donkeys getting passed around and you're following the donkey. But that's not what it's about. It's got set in stone characters and the donkeys getting passed around to outside characters and we're still focusing on these characters. Yeah. It, makes, it makes no sense. Yeah, like like if it yeah, if the donkey was in it more, then I think it would have been, you know, more interesting. Like, I would have watched a whole movie just about like literally like focused on the donkey as if the donkey was the protagonist. Because anytime they sure. showed the donkey, I was like, this the donkey looks great. Like I would I'd watch it. Yeah. Like I don't I don't know. I just I could have watched that, but I mean, it's not about him. It's about this the girl, and it's about Gerard, and it's about yeah. the other like <laughs> random guy who's into her, but she's not into him, and yeah, the and, old people and her father. I, and then, like, yeah, and the, that, that randomly, she gets gang raped and, and locked in a closet at the or yeah. locked in a room at the end. Like, uh, what is that about? <laughs> yeah, and like, um, I don't know. <laughs> I, I genuinely don't know. This is who did I read? It's uh, was it Tarkovsky's favorite film? Somebody said it was their favorite film of all time. Some big name. Let me see. Uh, yeah, apparently there were a lot of big names who like, um, like Godard praises it. I love this though. Ingmar Bergman also said of the movie, This Balthazar, I didn't understand a word of it. It was so completely boring. A donkey, <laughs> to me, is completely uninteresting, but a whole, but a human being is always interesting. I'm with you, Bergman. Yeah, and um, who else? I'm, yeah, I'm trying to find. Like, it's on it's on the 1001 Movies to See Before You Die by Schneider. It's on Roger Ebert's Great Movies list. It's ranked number 52 non-English speaking movies on the BBC poll in 2018. Right, and uh, it's a it's a very well regarded film. See, it's just strange to me because I mean, yeah. it's not strange to me that it's well regarded because there's a lot of shit that people like. I don't, I'm not, I don't like Citizen Kane, you know. And it's like the, I still need to watch that again, but like, yeah, like um, I can't pronounce this guy's name, but uh, Belatar and first place choice for Michael Haneke. Like, oh, really? that's what I read. My, Michael Haneke's favorite film, yeah. Wow. Which, like, watching his movies, I'm like. How I don't get it. Right. Yeah, I could see it being like something that Von Trier would be have been interested in because mm. of the because of how shit on all the characters get, like like the girl and the donkey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like it, like the ending, her getting gang raped and beat up reminded me a lot of uh, Breaking the Waves. Mm. Have you seen Breaking the Waves? No, not oh, yet. You have good job. Yet. What? You just spoil it. I spoiled I it. That was his. It. That was his pick for you the next. That from was his for next like, pick. For I the didn't deep spoil dive. it. <laughs> Believe me. Uh, okay. Get ready. <laughs> I should watch this fucking movie, man. You bought yeah. that for me for like ten years like five, ago. Five years ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What when it came out on Criterion? Twenty years ago. It's a great, great film. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, I don't. It's. Um, I think it's. 
you know, it's it's one of these movies that's it's by Brisson, so it's like you feel obligated to give it the benefit of the doubt. You feel obligated to say, well, I just don't. It's on me. I don't get it. But I mean, if I'm judging the movie from a subjective standpoint and I am rating it based on how much I enjoyed watching it, it's a very low rating. I don't enjoy watching. It. it was boring. Yeah, I'm not interested in anything that's happening in it. Yeah. There are some scenes that are cool, but it's like. I'm just not, I mean, and whatever, I'm not high-minded enough, I guess. You know, it's like, I, I'm I'm so sick of these guys, these, you know, cinephiles, as mm. Jordan calls them, uh, who, uh, <laughs> who are, like, obsessed with, you know, classic cinema, and it's, like, the only fucking thing that exists, you know? The French New mm. Wave has some good movies. It's got some stinkers, too, guys. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. And I'm kind of with Mamet on this one. Like, Mamet said... Uh, that it's got a lot of stinkers. Yeah, I don't know. well, most th- of the ones I've seen. I, Man, I was gonna I say, you... like, I like, I have, a, I have big problems with a lot of French New Wave. Persona is like... the best one, and it's not even French. No, it's <laughs> Swedish New Wave. Yeah, yeah but like, uh, yeah, like, uh, like Breathless. I don't for... agree that Persona is the best one. <laughs> <laughs> but like Breathless, Four Hundred Blows, Alphaville. Like, I like these Alphaville. are just well, fucking. I say I like Alphaville. I haven't seen it in like ten years, and I I, I love when, Bre- fir- when I first saw it, right? it, bl- it fucking blew me away. There you go. When I saw Breathless, when I'm like eighteen, it's amazing. Exactly. And I rewatched it like exactly. a year ago, and it's just like it, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like I don't know what it is. I don't. Maybe yeah. I'm getting older. I've seen more stuff, or or what. But I, but I mm. still I've rewatched uh, his, uh, Viva Savi like several times. Yeah, I mean, and it's yeah. fantastic. It, mm. It's not any. I haven't less. seen that one. I liked Weekend a lot. I really need to rewatch Weekend. I'm scared to rewatch Weekend. I'm afraid it's going to be a piece of shit now. <laughs> Talk about random. I mean, that yeah. shit was uh, mind-blowing when I saw it. And, I mean, I've gone back and forth on some of Boone Wells' films, too. Not that they're French New Age, but, like, like uh, The Exterminating Angel. The first time I saw it, it was, like, six out of five. And the second right. time I saw it, I was like, well, I don't know what I was thinking with this one. This is weird. And then the third time I watched it, I was like, yeah, it's really fucking good. Like, what am I doing? I don't <laughs> like It just yeah. depends on your mood or something. Yeah, I don't yeah. Know. yeah. Where, where you're at in life. And Vir- Viridiana also, like, I, I didn't like it the first time. The second time I watched it, I thought it was great. So, I don't know. It's just, yeah. yeah. Depends, like, I could watch Oh Hazard Balthazar 10 years from now, and I'll probably think it's a masterpiece, you know? Maybe. I'll get it more. I'll have read something that makes more sense or yeah. whatever, you know? But uh, for now, it's just not, it's not successful. And that's the phrase that I was going to say is, like, hard. To, it's hard to say that about a movie that's from somebody like Bresson or, like, to say, like, a... For me, like to to say to watch like a Kubrick film or a Tarkovsky film, and say oh, I just wasn't successful. It feels like, well, who am I to say it's not successful? I'm just an I. I don't I don't get it. You know, right? Yeah. It's easy to say a Michael Bay film is not successful because <laughs> yeah, I feel yeah. like I could probably make a Michael Bay film. <laughs> yeah. You know? But I don't know. This one uh, just didn't just didn't do it for me. It didn't work. Nah. Anything else to say about it? I mean. I hate to, I mean, I hate to like give it a short shrift because we just didn't like it, but I mean, I don't know that there's that much more. I mean, how'd you guys feel about the score, the Schubert uh, music that they use, the piano I didn't music? Care for it. I thought it was a little sappy, especially at the yeah. end when the donkey passes on and it's just like. Yeah, I mean, the opening. That, that, that's, the, probably, that's probably the one thing that I can really give it. Like, well, at least, you know, at least the donkey has a decent, peaceful death. It's not just, you know, ridden, ridden to that, death though, in the middle another, of a French road, you that's know? That's another completely random shit, though. Gerard and his friends, like, put a bunch of shit in satchels on him and then just send him out to die. Like, what is that? Like, what is happening? I, I just want JR to be here to tell me what's happening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, 
I feel like I feel like people are going to listen to this. These guys who worship this film and they're going to be like, these guys are fucking morons. They didn't get the well, the subtext with the fucking nihilism and the blah blah blah. <laughs> well, for all those people, <laughs> filmyakpodcast at gmail dot com. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Please. For tell us sake. how. Tell us what we're missing. Tell, call us idiots. That's fine. Yeah. I, I please. Need, I need to know. <laughs> yes. Anyways, I'm going to give it a two. <laughs> yeah, I'm giving it a two as well. Uh, two and a half. Well, that's. Uh, I mean, that's it. That's our show because there's nothing else to talk about except. Well, I guess we've got to talk about like JR has kind of left it in the wind. Yeah, to... it's, it's JR's pick next week and he's given us three options. Mm. One of which is a film from 2013 called Coherence, which I've never heard of. It's a mystery science fiction film directed by James Ward Burkett with a budget of $50,000. Now, what's this show with the asterisk? No, he's saying uh, you can talk about it on the site, and then he means oh, a right, show right, instead right. of site. Okay. Then he's also uh, recommending Drug War, which I believe is an Asian film. Uh, Drug War movie. I cannot find this fucking movie. Yeah, Drug War, twentieth, also from 2013, directed by Johnny Toe, or two. A uh, Chinese movie about a drug lord and the police. I don't know. And then there's also Twixt, which is the uh, I think it was the last Coppola film that was made. Really? Yeah. Was oh, that the one with um, uh, Val Kilmer? Oh, what's the one with uh, was Vatel Vital that had like Tim Roth in it? Oh, Youth Without Youth. Oh, that's it. Yeah. 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 He he had suggested that before. I'm surprised he hasn't gone back to that yet. Mm. But uh no, Twixt is a um movie from two thousand eleven with Val Kilmer, L. Fanning, and Bruce Stern and Tom Waits. And uh received critical acclaim in France, but negative reviews elsewhere. <laughs> well. And I've never seen it. I know it's about an author and it's like a horror thing. Well, obviously we got to watch this one since we're so high on the French right now. I, I'm, I, this is the, this would be Twixt would be if we're voting Twixt is would be my vote because I've been meaning to watch it since it came out. I mean, I, I was a big fan of Youth Without Youth, and I even liked Tetro a fair amount, which was the film he made before this. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has Vincent Gallo in it, and uh, it has some good moments. It's a little we got to watch some Vincent Gallo. Got to get the Brown Bunny man. Have you seen that? No. Oh, oh yeah. I've, I've heard about, I've heard about it. Obviously, doesn't Jr. hate? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. Jr. Get ready. <laughs> I love the Brown Bunny. It is so fucking uh, good. I've only seen Buffalo '66, but like, I, like I, I remember too. liking it. But I need to watch it again. He apparently made a film before those called uh, "If You Feel Froggy, Jump," and then but he burned <laughs> the negative. <laughs> what a guy! Yeah. He's a, the guy's a genius. <laughs> uh, so our, my my vote is for Twixt. So Twixt, Coherence, or Drug War, Jonathan? Oh, what are you going with, Kevin? I'm going to go with Twixt. Uh, we okay. haven't done a yeah, Coppola sure. movie. So. Twixt it is. Uh, next episode we'll be talking about Twixt, 2011 film from uh, Francis Ford Coppola. And I, again, I believe, let me just Who's look that, that up for sure. Val Kilmer is in it. And there's, there's a, L. Fanning? Uh, was it L. Fanning? L. Fanning is in it. Oh, mm. cool. Okay. Yeah, it was the last uh, official kind of film that he made. He did a um, he did a 
this thing called Distant Vision mm-hmm. in 2015, an ongoing experimental film project. Different versions of this production have been broadcast to limited audiences in UCLA and Oklahoma City. I don't know. It's like some kind of thing where he like films shit live and like pumps it out. I don't know. Yeah, I remember reading that he did it with like some the school, some school, I guess UCLA. So, mm. but uh, we'll be talking about his film Twixt next time, and uh, maybe JR will come on and uh, defend O Hazard Balthazar. And uh, yeah, if you want to uh, check out our website, that'd be great. We're mm. at filmyact.podient.co got a lot of good stuff there a cool blog with lots of trailers and news news item robert pattinson is going to be in the next chris nolan movie you in yes <laughs> i also saw something about uh john david washington was gonna he's be in the there too. Yeah, he I, I as far as i read he's the star of it and pattinson's okay. like the, co- the co-star almost after dunkirk huh? i'm down i am too i agree Dem- uh, I, mean, dunkirk was I would love to see them in like you know a double act like they're you know Detective partners oh, yeah. or something? A uh, buddy cop movie? Yeah, yeah. It's something Christopher down Nolan to earth. Buddy cop movie. Yeah. Nice. What's the story about? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Oh, okay. Something down to earth would be nice. I'm sure it'll be like Inception Part Three. I hope not. But we <clears throat> skip Part Two. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but uh, anyways, we got news on the blog. We got trailers on the blog. And, we're on Stitcher. Uh, we're on iTunes. We're on Stitchers. We're on iTunes. Like us. Subscribe to us. Drop a comment, you know, helps us get out there to more people. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Write to us at filmyakpodcast at gmail.com if you want to. Please do. Uh, you know, just drop a, drop a line and say hi. Yeah. And, uh, you know, until next time. Bye bye. I got that and I slow up in them, ready to stab any moment I'm taking his time to go get him They ain't gonna know what hit him When they get people to fit him I got that adrenaline in them, in them, in them, not going